Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty. The number one destination for Seinfeld fans. This is two up and two down. Here's our producer, Chris, to start us off. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of two up and two down. And today we got the junk mail and Tony start us off with your first up. I'm glad I'm going first. I'll tell you that my co-host here he threw me a bone. I think, um, very few written down uh, for ups. So I'm going to take uh, what I consider the only real up uh, is Wilford Brimley as postmaster general. I mean, he definitely delivers, uh, gets Kramer going. You know, by golly, I'm going to lead the whole thing. Uh, I you like golf, do you, Mr. Kramer? Just really, really, uh, you know, delivers that scene. Uh, it doesn't get talked about as much as maybe it should in in uh, in Seinfeld circles. We should start tweeting that out. Maybe see if people want to talk some Wilford Brimley. But um, you know, we got a good story uh, out of Dana Gold uh, about him. Um, like that scene, like that performance. Um, and then otherwise, you know, we'll get there, but, uh, I think he comes in and kind of saves the episode, if you will, a little bit there at the end, uh, you know, interrogating Kramer, uh, in the, in the mail room there. So that's my, my first stop. All right. Thanks, Tony. Yeah. I can't go wrong with Wilford Brimley. So, all right. Uh, Chris, what's your first stop? The junk mail. Yeah. Spike Ferrison wrote this, uh, back in October of 97. <clears throat> you know what? It's just, I know, listen, it's season nine, you know, you know, our thoughts there. You got to go lines, okay? And uh, I laughed at this line. The, the, the whiz guy, when he bumped into, <laughs> bumped into a lady, goes, I'm going to be in the can. Very funny line. Uh, I wasn't expecting it. I don't even remember it um, until the rewatch. So that guy brought it, man. I got, I'm going to be in the can. Great line. Listen, he didn't have much else, but for that moment in this episode, thumbs up. All right, yeah, good poll there. I, I totally forgot about that line. Uh, yeah, and I just chuckled right now as you said it. So, all right. Uh, Tony, back to you. What's your second up? Given, given the whiz and up, wow, this is going to be a rough one, folks. Uh, I agree, though. I mean, it's a little out of character, so that's why it's funny, I think, when it's just like a beat the kid, when Elaine thought he was just like a magical guy. Uh, sure, that's a nice one. I'm actually, uh, my up might surprise you, too. Um, I thought George's cousin played played the part well. Uh, I just thought the actress was good. I thought she was Mary, funny. She's chugging the wide. Uh, you know, she's like, let's go for it, whatever. Like, I don't know. I noticed it as this uh, this another another watcher here today as, as as an analyst. I'm looking for ups, and uh, I thought she did a great job. I thought uh, she played that part well. She was kind of like, you know, what is she doing there? We can get into that. I don't know, the whole story, whatever. I'm just saying the actual actress and the performance. The same sort of as O'Hara saying that the the can line delivered. I thought her couple of lines at dinner with with George were pretty funny. Uh, so that's uh, that's my uh, my second up. All right, there's uh, three guest stars as up so far. Chris, what's your uh, second up? The cousin. Wow, that's uh, okay. Hey, uh, you know what? Listen, they weren't at their best, but I'm going to throw Estelle and Frank a little bone here, okay? For some reason, I like her saying, Chinese food, and then Frank hangs up. <laughs> Again, I'm doing lines, but... I thought it was pretty funny, you know, the old fake voice, but it's obvious who it is, you know. And then, you know, the whole, uh, 
you know, we're cutting you off. The whole thing. I'll give the hey, listen. This is season nine. They needed Frank and Estelle. We know that. So they they elevated it to some degree as best they could. Um, so Estelle and Frank, her saying Chinese food specifically, second up. All right, good one. Uh, Tony, we're going to do the down. So what do you have for your first? Uh, his his up is my down. I have to do it. I have to piggyback and do a switcheroo. I, I thought that was terrible. I think this episode rules the Costanzas for me. I think it's I think it's one of their worst. I can't take it with all I have. We're going to go make a love now. They cut him off. It's so unlike them. Uh, bringing back the sing bit that George did to them with the whole Chinese food. I didn't like that at all. Uh, I just think this it just is not Estelle and Frank. To O'Hara's point, I think they were trying to save it with them. I think they fail. I think, in fact, they bring it. I think it's it just ruins Frank and Estelle in this episode. Them all of a sudden, they're having sex every other five seconds. They're telling George. I mean, it's just weird. I, I I don't get it. It's it's not them. They're supposed to be arguing all the time and yelling. This is all of a sudden now they're in love and they they don't like George. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what 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 Spike Ferriston was thinking. Uh. I, it doesn't sit well with me at all. I, I just, I don't know. It's my, it's going to be a down for me. That's my, my first down. All right. Uh, Chris, uh, what do you got? What's your first down? And I agree with you on principle. I, like the cousin stuff, which is bizarre. You'd like the character. I like the one line, her saying Chinese food. I got a chuckle. Okay. When we see the grade, you'll know a chuckle is a chuckle. Okay. So man, there's a lot of downs. Uh, Whitey Fisk, okay? First off, how does Elaine know about George's childhood friend? Oh, Whitey Fisk. Listen, this is what, 97? Let's say Elaine's been around since, I don't know, 89, 88, and, you know, as Jerry's girl. Or ex-girlfriend, I know she wasn't in 89, but, like, there's no way she would know who Whitey Fisk is. The whole Whitey Fisk thing bothered me, the whole... Summer you the the, the the whole thing. Uh, there's a lot, but I'm just gonna stick with that as my as my first down. Like Elaine jumping in on it for some reason just didn't hit didn't didn't hit well with me. Um, I can see Jerry and George talking about it, and then mentioning Whitey Fisk again. Down. Yeah, I got I I, I can see why that why yeah that would bother you. Uh, yeah, how would Elaine know uh, exactly? Uh, so Tony, back to you. What do you got for your second down? Yeah, I wrote the same thing down. When when Elaine's whatever happened to Whitey Fisk? Are you kidding me? There's no way she would know. It's a childhood friend. It was like when they were ten years old. They don't just terrible. Um, listen again. I know where you were going with that up. You were talking about one line with the can. My second down though is the whiz guy, uh, and namely, uh, if you want to do a, a specific thing, it is the ending when he just jumps up and starts dancing around monks. That for me, it's gotta be. I mean, it has to be a bottom five scene of all time in the show. It just, ha- I mean, what is worse than that? This guy hopping up in monks and dancing around saying nobody beats the Wiz. First of all, do you, re- I don't remember. There was never a guy like that for the Wiz. The Wiz didn't have a guy like that with the hat on and everything like that. It was just nobody beats the Wiz. Nobody beats the Wiz. I mean, that was the, I don't understand anything about that guy. The smile thing with Elaine, I don't get. The dancing around at the end, they don't get. Uh, to Howard's point, he did deliver one funny line to can, but other than that, I mean, especially the ending, I just don't get it at all. Uh, it's just Jerry, when Jerry shows Elaine on the, on the, like Jerry has it recorded on his VCR. 
the whole thing uh just terrible uh the whiz the whiz storyline is 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 uh is my second down there you go tony beats down the whiz all right uh chris what do you got for your second down yeah i wish one of the tape thing i didn't get that either that wasn't like today's where you could pause it he he had a tape anyway Oh God! Well, I'd probably save a lot for the grade. It's just there's just so many little kind of pieces here. But another one that stuck out. God, this episode felt like an hour. That's you know what I mean when when something feels like an hour because there's so much going on and none of it's positive. It's, it's Kramer trying to buy Jerry's van. Like, okay, maybe you got a chuckle of him writing the the ad. Like, interesting trade. Like, oh, may okay. But then calling Jerry and then actually going outside with him and like like negotiating with Anthony Quinn. What is going on? I don't even know. Like, what am I watching? Help me, America. Like, and then I guess he took it over and then did the whole, you know, mailman protest thing. Like, they must have cut a scene because that, like, I guess Jerry let him do that. I don't know. They kind of just like, he just took the car. So there, I think there's just a lot of like missing pieces as well. I'm probably glad that, but so Kramer trying to buy back Jerry's van after writing the post uh, second down. All right. Thank you, Chris. Uh, so those are the ups and the downs. Uh, Tony, we're going to go over to you for your comments and grades. What do you got for us? Yeah, I mean, O'Hara hit on hit on all all topics there. Uh, I covered the Wiz. Uh, Whitey Fisk was a horrible one. I didn't I didn't like the parents, which is you know, if I don't like the parents, where are we going with this? Um, what I'm gonna do now is talk myself out of the lowest grade you could possibly give. Uh, I think I think Big Juicy Van gave me a laugh. What O'Hara mentioned, writing it down. I thought the ending Seinfeld's Van, Seinfeld's Van by Dana Gould gave me a chuckle. Um, uh Wilford Brimley delivered. Uh not talking about Newman at all, but I thought Newman played his part well. If you want to give something another up there, I think Newman deserves it. Bucket stuff. I can go either way with it. I got a laugh here. I thought it was played out at the end. I don't know what Newman's doing with the bucket in his head. I thought there was maybe one funny joke there with the bucket if you want to throw that bone. Um, I mean, I I really I, I don't give a lot of it's just hard. I, <laughs> I'm going to the D-minus. It's, it probably should be an F. I, I don't have a lot of D-minuses on my card. I think I have to utilize that grade a little bit more when I can. Um, that's really the only thing stopping me here. Um, it's a bad episode. Don't get me wrong. I mean, a D-minus and an F is a very fine line. Um, you know, 61, 60, something like that, right? 62 tops. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have an F written down, but I'm going to lean to the D minus end of things just to give it a bump. It's probably because of Brimley, to be honest with you. Um, I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, D minus for the junk mail. Yeah, not much more to say, Tony. I don't think, uh, you could, uh, give it a better grade than that. So, uh, Chris, what do you got for your grade? Listen. Uh, the main four, all four stories are awful. Point blank. Jerry with the van running into the park. You didn't mention that. Digging a hole in the park. 
and then the the, the other the, the the bum goes in there after. I mean, okay, put that aside. Uh, the Elaine stuff. Poor Putty had to come back into this mess, right? Breaking up every time again with this and that. With you know the Maytag line, or I'll give that's probably the best line of the show. Uh, Kramer, I want out permanently. Maybe the male thing could have been one scene. You don't build a whole show on it. The whole episode was like a pottery barn. Like, okay, um, who did I miss? George, George. Okay, George dating the cousin. Are you? Are we serious? Are we serious? Spike Ferrison should be ashamed of himself at this. I mean, and then you mentioned Frank and Estelle, two iconic. All-timers, Tony's favorites. This show ruined them. Think about that. 61 is a grade? More like 21. The junk mail's an F, and an astounding F. Well, there you go, folks. Tony didn't want to go there, but Chris crossed the line and went there. Gave it an F. So there you go, folks. Um, if you think uh, it's any better than those grades, let us know in the comments. But uh, thank you, guys, and we'll see everybody in the next one.